What's going on, Cheat Code Sports Fantasy Football Podcast listeners? You got Kevin, Stevie P coming at you. What's going on, Steve? What's going on, Kev? What's going on, world? What's going on, everyone? So today is DFS day. Uh, we are going to get you guys set to win some money this weekend. Um, you know, get you you know with some of these these high price options and low price options at each position. Uh, but first, we want to remind you to check out the website www cheatcodesports.com that's www.cheatcodesports.com we have our rankings up there weekly we have articles uh, that come out weekly we have the cheat codes and the defensive breakdowns Uh, so it's all good stuff all free of charge there's a ton of stuff anything you need it's on that website Uh, we want you guys to be successful so check it out give us some feedback and let us know what you guys think so now we are going to start it off. All right. So yeah, I got second. a bunch of I got a bunch of guys this week that I really like. So starting off at quarterback, um, for the high price guys, I actually am really on Cam. Like, Damn. I really like Cam this week. You know, I know Denver. Denver hasn't really been a great defense, but they do have the ability to stop some teams sometimes. I just don't think it's this week. I think Cam, honestly, coming back from COVID, he's probably pissed off about that whole situation. And if there's one thing that I know about Cam, you know, when Cam plays pissed off, Cam scores at least one rushing touchdown. And uh, I would like to see that. I think he's going to. I think he's going to have a field day. Honestly, I, I think Cam. You know, I don't. I, I'm going to say he probably throws for like 250 and two, and runs for another 50 and a touchdown or two. I like Cam this week a lot. Yeah, um, I'm. You know, I, I think that he's got a great matchup with that, with uh, Denver. So I'm in agreement. Um, I, I do like Cam as well. Um, I like Aaron Rodgers as well, um, mainly because we know what the Buccaneers do. Man, they shut that run down. Um, and frankly, I just think Aaron Rodgers has been too good for him to get shut down in the passing game, especially getting Devontae Adams back, adding another weapon with Robert Tanyan that we've you know kind of seen emerge um, the last couple weeks. Um, and you still got Aaron Jones coming out of the backfield. So to me, I, I really like Aaron Rodgers this week and. You know, he may be a guy that people are a little scared to play off because of that defense. Uh, so I, I think Aaron Rodgers is a good one for me. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this defense plays without Vita Vea. Uh, you know, Vita Vea yeah. not being there is – I think Aaron Jones has a good game this week. I, I like – I mean, we're going to talk about it, but I, I like Aaron Jones this week too. I, I think I think without – and, and we kind of talked about this the other day when we were talking about Vita Vea, how good of a run stopper he really is. You know, and Dominican Sue is a very good player, but he's an aging good player. So, you know, Vea is the guy that clogs up that whole middle, takes two defenders on. You know, he's basically this team's Fletcher Cox. So, you know, and he's a big, big dude. So, you know, the linebackers are going to be able to, to, you know, swarm around the football as fast without a guy in the middle taking up two blockers because Dominican Sue. Just isn't that guy anymore. He's not a guy that's going to take you know take on two blockers every single play like like Vita Vea was doing. So I'm interested to see how this run run stopping team does. I'm interested in this game actually the whole game. 
Yeah, um, I agree. I, I think this is going to be more one of the more watched games over the weekend. I, I do. I you know definitely think it's going to be a game that a lot of people are going to pay attention to because this is where you're going to really see what Tom Brady and and the Buccaneers are made of. You know, they've had a few games that kind of get in sync and gain a little chemistry with each other. And Green Bay is obviously one of the best teams in the NFC. Yep. Uh, obviously, Lamar Jackson is a guy that you can play every single week. I know he last week and really the past two weeks has not been phenomenal. But, you know, he gets a Philly team that just gave up three touchdowns to Big Ben uh, and a couple of rushing touchdowns. Um, so for me, you know, Lamar Jackson is always a guy that's a threat for a 100-yard rushing game and a touchdown as a quarterback, which is just crazy. And, you know, if he can get 250, you know, two 200, you know, 200 and – yeah, I can't even speak. 200 to 250 passing yards, I think, is doable in this game. And if he adds in another, like, you know, 75 rushing yards, I think that's doable. And I do actually think this is a high-scoring game. You know what I mean? Like, the Baltimore Ravens defense, you know, they swarmed on, on, on the Bengals last week, and I know they had a really good game. But this game is in Philly. Um you know, I think Carson Wentz is, is going to come out trying to throw the ball a lot, and which is why I have Carson Wentz actually is one of my lower lower priced guys because he's like really low. Um, I think he's way underpriced this week. So, you know, I think this is going to be a higher scoring game, and I do think Philly's going to come out throwing the ball because he. If you saw what KC did to this team, you got to go deep on this team. Period. Like you don't have a choice. You have to go deep on the Ravens to beat them. So if Philly wants to come in this game and even have a chance, they're going to have to throw the ball deep. And Carson Wentz is a very good deep ball, even though he's been terrible this year. Uh, you know, that's one thing he does excel at is throwing the deep ball. So, you know, I, I'm interested to see how this game plays out. It would surely help him if he gets Deshaun Jackson to play football this weekend. You ain't lying. Um, ben Roethlisberger is another high pri- higher priced option for me. Uh, going against Cleveland, it's a team he always seems to just shred. Um, you know, he just tears them apart and he's, you know, seems like he's kind of getting his groove back. You know, you saw it in that Philly game. Um, and if Chase Claypool is an additional option with, you know, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, and of course, Juju, um, now you're giving him four options to throw to the ball to. I think that, you know, I just think that's too much for this Cleveland defense. And like I said, he always shreds Cleveland. So I think that big, big Ben is a good high priced option. Yep. And, uh, Deshaun Watson, He's the last of the top five priced, you know, high guys in basically, you know, both formats. They basically have Watson in the top. Let's see here. Was it top I was going to say Cam's, Cam's lower than Deshaun. Yeah, he's in the top three. Cam is a top five guy in, in, in yeah. FanDuel. And in DK, he's a top seven guy. Um, But Deshaun is a top three in both. So how do you feel about Deshaun? I think just looking at the game. I think Deshaun could actually have a really big game this one, too. Um, so I would say the main guys that I am on is going to be probably Lamar Jackson, Cam, and Deshaun Watson. They're probably going to be the three main guys that I'm on. But I definitely agree with you with Aaron Rodgers and Ben. I think they can both have really good games this week. So the top five in, in FanDuel I actually really like. The top five in... DK, they have Matt Ryan in there, and there is no way in yeah. God's green earth I am starting Matt Ryan this week with as terrible as he looked the past two weeks. He could go off for five touchdowns and 500 yards, and I still 
You know, I wouldn't have any regrets. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have any regrets, honestly, because he has been that terrible the past two weeks. And so some lower priced options um, right off the bat, Kirk Cousins, anybody playing the Atlanta Falcons is going to be a good option uh, because they cannot stop the pass. And honestly, like I know people are high for Madison this week if Cook is not playing. Um, but they do well against stopping the run. They don't stop pass-catching running backs. We've talked about that. Steve has mentioned that on almost every week. But they do well at stopping the run. Uh, so, to me, I think this is a game where Kirk Cousins is going to kind of be unleashed a little bit. I think Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson could could get both, you know, could both have good games. Um, so, I, I really like Kirk Cousins this week at 6,100. Yep. And I already talked about Carson Wentz at 5,600, uh, so I won't get into that. Um, so my other guy that I'm actually thinking about is Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen will be the starting quarterback for the Washington Redskins this week. They said he's cleared to play, and he will be the guy going up against the Giants. And the Giants are terrible. Um, their defense actually has been yeah their their defense actually has been playing better uh, over the past couple of weeks, but I don't care. I, I, you know, just on, I can get a guy for 5,100, which opens up a whole lot of the field for me. And this is not a defense that I think is going to be able to shut him down completely. So, you know, I could definitely see Kyle Allen going for, you know, 225 and two. And that's way, that's going to get me way more points than, you know, and he, he has the ability to run. We saw it the other day at a rushing touchdown. So, um, you know, if he runs a little bit in this game, you know, I'm not counting on a, a rushing touchdown again, but if he gets, you know, 30 yards rushing and 225, 250, and two, you know, he's going to be well worth 5,100. Yep. And my lower priced option, uh, the other guy is Ryan Tannehill. We talked about him, you know, yesterday when we were going through a lot of start sits. Um, I just, Ryan Tannehill every week seems like he's finishing in the top 12 and just never gets the respect for it. He's getting Houston this week. Houston cannot stop anybody in the second in the passing game. And uh, honestly, we've seen Ryan Tannehill really be very, very efficient. Um, you know, with a lot of teams searing the gear, seeming to gear up to stop Derrick Henry, it's just opening things up down the field. He's now got AJ Brown back. Uh, Jonu Smith is clearly healthy and ready to go. Um, I don't know if Corey Davis will be back. I know he's still on the COVID list. I don't know about Humphreys either, but it didn't seem like they needed him in, in this past game against a much better Bills team. So, you know, I, I think that uh, Ryan Tannehill could shred Houston this week. And at $5,900, I think that's a great lower-priced option. Mm, yep, I agree. All right, so let's move on to the running back spot. Uh, Higher-priced guys. <sighs> so... I'll just say Derrick Henry. Um, I know in DK, Derrick Henry doesn't catch the ball. So DK, it kind of makes things a little bit rougher to start Derrick Henry. But, you know, he's going to get enough carries in most games where he's going to, you know, kind of make up for the lack of catches. So I, I, this week with the matchup being so juicy, you know, we saw Clyde edwards Lair this week, this year go off on Houston. Uh, we've seen other running backs. Dalvin Cook went off on Houston. So I, I think Derrick Henry is in that same mold as, as Dalvin Cook. Remember, Dalvin Cook had 180 yards against this team. So, yeah, I can see Derrick Henry going off uh, this uh, Sunday. Yep, I agree. Um, yeah, I just don't think this Houston Texans defense is any good. So, you know, to me, I want running backs against Houston. <laughs> start your Titans. Start your Titans. Yeah, start your Titans. Yeah, start your Titans. Um, 
of the higher price guys, like I said, without Vita Vea, I'm very, very interested to see what Aaron Jones does in this game running the ball. I, I mean, like, I don't think, even with Vita Vea out, I don't think that he runs for a huge game, but he's not going to be very highly owned. And Devontae Adams is coming back. So, you know, you got that that factor. Um, but, you know, a lot of people say that hurts him because of what happened last year. But I don't pay attention to what happened last year because I pay attention to what's happening this year. And with him in the game, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones had a really big week one. So, you know, I don't think Aaron Jones is hurt by Devontae Adams the way he was last year because – I just think Aaron Jones, they finally have figured out that Aaron Jones is the very best player that they have out of that backfield. And it's not the split that it was last year either. Um, you know, he's getting more touches than he was getting last year. So I am going to start Aaron Jones in 50-50 lineups because I don't think he's going to be super high owned, and I do think he has a very, very safe floor. You know, I think he has a five-catch floor. And with a five-catch floor and, let's say, 15 carries, which I definitely think he gets in this game, uh, you know, I could see him going for – 80 and a touch with five carries. I mean, five catches for 50. You know what I mean? Something like that. Five catches for 30. Uh, and with that, you know, that's going to be, you know, basically, you know, you want a little bit more than that. And I'm hoping for two touchdowns, but I think he is a very safe floor. So, you know, in my 50 50 lineups, he will be one of my running backs. Yep. Uh, another high price guy for me is Mike Davis. Um, going against Chicago, uh, Ronald Jones seemed to do very well. Uh, last week against this defense, I don't think it's necessarily great at stopping the run. Um, you know, it's just a solid defense, but it doesn't, you know, it's not great at anything. It's just good at, at both things. But, you know, Carolina has done well at getting the ball in Mike Davis's hands since he came in from Mike McCaffrey or uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, you know, so to me, I think that, you know, we, you know, he, he's capable of getting, you know, five, six catches in this game along with getting, you know, 15 to 20 carries probably gets over a hundred total yards and, you know, winds up getting in the end zone in this game. Uh, so I really like Mike Davis in this one against Chicago. Yes, sir. Um, I think, okay. So normally I'll tell you guys, like, I don't really like being super overweight on guys that are higher priced, but are going to be, you know, the highest paid play or highest played player. Um, and that's going to be Alexander Madison this week at 7K on FanDuel. And yeah, then, everybody's going to want to get Madison. Yeah, everybody's going to get Madison. But uh, normally I would tell you to fade that guy because if he has a bad game, that basically knocks out 50% of the player pool. But that is not going to happen this week. I'm going to tell you to play Alexander Madison because Atlanta, like I said, they cannot stop pass catching running backs. Alexander Madison, when – you know, when Cook left last week, basically became that workhorse. You know what I mean? He caught more balls than Cook in that game. He ran the ball 20-plus times. Um, and in this game, I, I think they come out with a, you know, with the attack of saying, you know what, we're going to use and abuse this guy because Dalvin will be back probably in a week or two. You know, we have a bye week coming up after that. He'll probably be back after the bye week. If not, another, he takes another week. And we're just going to run Alexander Madison into the ground because, you know, that's what Zimmer likes to do. Right. So, I, you know, I could see easily this guy getting 
25 total touches in this game and a guy getting to 25 total touches against the Atlanta Falcons. I want in my lineup. So I am not going to tell you to fade Alexander Madison. I'm going to tell you to play him. All right. So now we're moving to the middle price guys. Um, I'm just going to throw, a, I'm, I'm going to throw four of them right at you, Steve. And I, you know, I'm sure a couple of these guys are probably on your list as well. Uh, but Ronald Jones, David Montgomery, Antonio Gibson, and miles Gaskin. Uh, all four of those guys are six fifty four hundred to six thousand dollars, which is not crazily priced. Um, Ronald Jones uh, going against Green Bay, I think that they're going to want to control a little bit of clock and keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. Um, and we've seen him be very successful over the last couple of weeks with no Leonard Fournette, and I, I don't see them giving give taking that job away uh, with as good as he's been running. So um, David Montgomery. You know, the guy just at this point, I'm not a big fan of Montgomery and I've expressed that, but the guy's getting so much work. He's getting 20 catches, 20 carries and, and, you know, five, six catches every week. He's getting at least 20, 23 to 25 touches a week. You know what I mean? And Steve just got done saying, you know, a guy like Madison, you know, against this, against the, the Atlanta Falcons defense. Well, Montgomery gets Carolina's defense. Who's given up the most points to running backs. So, you know, you factor that in with, you know, the amount of touches he's getting. You know, I really like Montgomery uh, Gibson against the Giants. I just don't trust the Giants with anything with stopping anybody. Um, so I think that this could be a good game where Antonio Gibson kind of breaks out a little bit. And then Miles Gaskin against the Jets. Gaskin's just been on fire and, you know, for sure, get him in your lineup against the Jets. Because this could be a game where they jump out to a little bit of a lead. And once they get that lead, they may just be running the football. Yep. Yeah, I don't mind any, any four of those guys. My favorite guy out of those those is probably Gibson because the Giants suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like to. I don't want to keep bashing. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna keep bashing them. But no, seriously, in all seriousness, um, David Montgomery is just a guy that I I look at every single week and I go, man, he's got a good matchup this week, and then I go, but he's bad at football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bro, he had 20 fantasy points last week. Like, I yeah, mean, because of he, catches. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but that's going to be there. Like, they don't have options. And and Nick Foles lo- does check down. He a lot. does check down like, a lot. I, I mean, I just, you know what I mean? I like, I, I agree. I'm not a fan of David Montgomery at, at football, but yeah. I just think that his production is going to look a lot better than what his game is. Yeah, it's really hard for me to get him in my lineups, especially in DFS. Like I, I almost never have David Montgomery in any of my lineups. I, I just don't play him because I just don't think he's any good at football. Like a big game for David uh, or David Montgomery to me is last week, nineteen fantasy yeah. points. I mean, that's a big game for him. And I, you know, to me, that's I. I mean, I can get that from anybody. You know what I mean? Like anybody could have a good game and get me twenty points. Like. Uh, I just don't like getting him in my lineup. I I just don't see hundred yard upside. I don't see you know two three touchdown upside with that guy. Like I just I don't know. I just can't do it. Um, but Ronald Jones, I do agree. I, I you know Ronald Jones in back to back weeks has had a hundred yards. And if Tampa Bay comes out in this game and says you know what you know we had ten days off, our offensive line is getting a little healthier, and you know we want to we want to smash these green bay packers because that's what teams did to them in the playoffs i mean we saw what the 49ers did to them in the playoffs they basically were like you know what we're going to run the ball down your throat and keep the ball out of aaron rodgers hands and if tampa comes in with that that uh you know that mindset i i think that ronald jones could actually have a very good game 
Uh, and Miles Gaskins is just, you know, Miles Gaskins to me is playing the Jets. Like I'm, I'm down with playing anybody playing the Jets uh, at this point. Um, but my favorite actually running back play of the week is James Robinson. I'm going to have James Robinson in probably every lineup. Like I, I, I can't think of a reason not to get him in every single one of my lineups. He's going to be probably in a hundred percent of my lineups this week because let's be honest, Detroit is not good at stopping the run. We have seen what multiple teams have done, especially the green Bay Packers and Aaron Jones had a 50 point fantasy game against them. Um, we know that James Robinson catches the ball out of the backfield. You know, like to me, this is not going to be a game script where they're going to say, oh, you know, they're going to start losing by a whole lot because I don't think the Lions are able to put up, you know, 35, 40 fantasy, you know, 35, 40 total points uh, to start blowing them out where they just get completely away from Robinson. So and even if they do, we saw them getting blown out by the by the Miami Dolphins and he started getting more catches. So to me, I I love Robinson this week. There's no game script that I can see that he doesn't have a huge game because I just don't think this Lions offense or defense is any good. I'm hoping. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's get into some lower priced options. Uh, which guys do you like on the cheaper end? Uh, the cheaper end really has me perplexed. Yes. And there's two guys that I really, really like. Right. The first guy is Damian Harris obviously, because he's probably going to see at least 20 carries, right? He's 47, no, he's 5,000 on on DK. Mm -hmm. And then the other two guys, I'm trying to figure out who I like better. Uh, So Adrian Peterson, they're saying, is questionable because he didn't practice this today. Uh, So they don't really know if he's going to play. They're saying that he's probably going to practice on Friday and be available for the game. But if AB play, if AP plays, I really like him against Jacksonville. I'll probably have both of them in the in the lineup. I'll probably have Robinson and AP because I'm getting a forty seven hundred yard or forty seven hundred dollar running back that's probably going to see twenty carries against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I really like AP. If he does not play, I'm probably going to be stupidly high owned, uh, and I know a lot of people are going to think Swift, but. Swift has not really been the carry guy if AP's not carrying the ball. It's been it's been Johnson. Carry on Johnson has been the guy that gets the carries other than, you know, AP. And then they kind of sprinkle Swift in. Yep. So if AP is not there, a lot of people are going to assume Swift, and I think a lot of people are going to jump on Swift. And I'm going to pivot to Johnson. Um, it's a very risky play, but if it pays off, you win all the money because nobody's going to have carry on Johnson. No. Yep. Um, I would love to be able to tell you to start one of the Jets guys at four thousand dollars. I just don't know how. I don't know which guy would be getting the carries. I mean, we can all assume that Frank Gore is going to get all the carries, but at some point they're going to have to look at Lamichael P. Ryan and see if this guy can play football at the NFL level. The funny part is I have no faith in Adam Gaze to do that. I'm starting Gore. I hundred (laughs) percent like that's a that is insane. That we like, yep. It, that's just insane. I, I, there's no other way to put it. Yep. But I was with you on, as well on Peterson. Peterson at 4,700. If he's playing, I think is an absolute steal because the guy's going to see 15 to 20 carries in this game because they're going to be 
it's going to be close or they're going to be winning by a lot. I don't see Jacksonville blowing out Detroit. So regardless, I do think that AP gets a ton of carries in it. Like I said, $4,700, like that's, that's a great, that's a great price. Yep. Uh, and then for my uh, my last, basically, free option, because it's 4900 uh, and I don't like it, but the Washington Redskins also give up some, some passing to, to the running back position, and I think Devontae Freeman showed last week that he is basically their guy. He's the guy that they're going to use more than any other guy. So, you know, if you're looking for a really cheap running back option, because I really love the wide receivers this week, I'm going to be honest. I'm probably going to have, I'm probably going to have a couple of lineups where I have four wide receivers in there. You know, the three that they give you to start. And then on my flex, I might have a wide receiver because I really like the wide receivers this week. Um, so yeah, Devontae Freeman, if I needed a, if I wanted to do three juggernaut receivers, you know, and I needed a really cheap running back option, I, you know, Freeman is a guy that I might consider. Yep. And last but not least, I will say Philip Lindsay at 4,300. I know they play the vaunted Patriots defense, but Philip Lindsay is fresh. He's coming, you know, he hasn't played in like three weeks. I know the you know Patriots just had a bye week technically last week as well, but you know, to me, Philip Lindsay's better, just a better running back than Melvin Gordon. I think he's more capable of big plays, um, and I can see him, you know, maybe ripping off a, a big run in this game. So just just off the strength of being fresh and and you know ready to go. So yeah, I, I like Philip Lindsay uh, at 4,300, and I think that that's, you know, if you're looking for a dart throw that like you know is probably not going to be in a lot of lineups because he's playing the Patriots and Melvin Gordon's still there. If Melvin Gordon gets suspended by like definitely. I mean, I don't I don't care who. Oh yeah, you got to get Philip Lindsay in your yeah, lineup if that happens. Got to be in the lineup if, if Melvin Gordon gets suspended. So. Hell yeah. Yes sir. All right guys. Let's move on to the wide receiver position. All right. So, right off the bat, Devontae Adams um I, you know, I don't care who he's playing. I think Devontae Adams is easily one of the best receivers in the NFL. Um, I, you know, I've had the debate with Steve, I, you know, with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, but I, you know, I, I think Hopkins is number one, but I think Adams is number two, and it's a very close number two. So, yeah, to me, I, I don't matter who he's playing. With Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball, he's liable, he's liable to see 15 to 17 targets in this game. So, yeah, I think that um, Devontae Adams is a guy that you should definitely put in your lineups. Yep, I like Devontae always. Um, so this is another week that I'm like, uh, it's kind, I'm kind of head-scratching here. Adam Thielen is like the super easy play, right? For sure. He's the super easy, like, just get him in your lineup. Atlanta oh. cannot stop the pass. But I'm starting to see a super annoying trend. <laughs> with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins just can't support two good wide receivers. It's either one of them is great and the other one is ass, or one of them is great and the other one just happens to score a touchdown. Like, it literally, that's how it is. It's, it, you know, you, you saw that game, Justin Jefferson, right? 172 yards and a touchdown. What did Alan Thielen do in that game? Three for 36 and a touchdown, right? And then the very next time that Justin Jeff, you know, Justin Jefferson gets a, you know, big game, 100 yards, doesn't score. What does Alan Thielen do? Nothing at all. He gets you know, like 30 yards and a touchdown. 
But when Adam Thielen has a huge game, vice versa. What does Justin Jefferson Justin get Jefferson you last does week? Nothing. He does nothing. <laughs> Didn't do shit. Right? So at this point, I don't know which one of them to start. I'm sitting here. I have I literally have what I have done is I have split my lineups 50-50 with Justin Jefferson and half of them and Adam Thielen and the other. Half. Yeah. <laughs> because I guarantee you one of them is going to be great. I just can't tell you which one. So, you know, if you want to take the gamble on Thielen and, you know, you you don't play as many games as I do, then, you know, throw in Thielen. If you want to take the gamble, go Justin Jefferson. But if you play 10, 15 lineups like I do every single week, then I would definitely split them evenly. I would split them right in half and, and you know, see how that works out for you. Because I guarantee you one of them is going to be great. I just don't know which one. Yeah. I agree. Um, I basically the conundrum that I've been having because Jefferson is what six grand yeah. in DraftKings and and Thielen is seventy three hundred. So, you know, obviously, you know, going with, you know, uh, Jefferson gives you a little bit of option to get maybe Devontae Adams or you know another guy that I like. And you know, with the way you know he's been playing is Allen Robinson. You know, another guy that you can get in your lineups uh, this week. Yep, love um, A-Rob this 7,000, yep. uh, you know, um, you know, Calvin Ridley going against Minnesota secondary, uh, you know, Julio if he's playing going against that secondary. So there's a lot of options in the high price. This is honestly a week where I might be – it might be similar for me this week as last, where I'm going with some middle-priced options at running back or maybe going with a, a James Robinson AP combo like Steve was saying. Because that's going to enable you to get these high-priced receivers in your lineup because they got look, a lot of them with good matchups, man. You know, Thielen, uh, Ridley, I like Adams, I like Robinson. Uh, the matchups don't necessarily support that, but I think those guys are, are matchup-proof. Uh, you know, Will Fuller uh, has the capability to break out. Steve talked about Watson. You know, Will Fuller could go off in this game. Uh, you know, so... I like Devontae Parker. He's, you know, 6,300, you know. So there's there's a lot of guys uh, that have pretty good matchups that are about 6,300 and up. You know, if DJ Chark plays, I would love to get DJ Chark against Detroit. You know, so those are just, you know, some of the matchups that, you know, are, are available to you, um, you know. And, and, you know, like I said, like the, the – the running back situation, uh, you know, I like some of the higher priced guys, you know, but those middle priced options that I mentioned, I really, I really like a little bit more, especially with being able to get these higher priced receivers in my lineup. Yep, and I agree. Like for me, Juju Smith Schuster going up against Cleveland, you know, that is one that. A lot of people are not going to be on Juju this week. I was week. going to say, a lot of people ain't going to throw Juju in their lineup because yep. of how he has not been good the last couple weeks. Yep, he hasn't been good the past two weeks, and they saw the Charles Claypool blow-up game, and they probably are thinking that he is not the number one guy. But if you look at Juju's number against numbers against Cleveland over the years, Juju has been very, very good against Cleveland. So I'm going to go ahead and throw him in my lineup you know, I would say I probably have like 20% exposure to Juju um, just because I really like the high price guys this week. You know, like I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to have, I would say I'm probably going to have an obscene amount of 
oh man, this I'm probably gonna have an obscene amount of obviously Adam Thielen and and uh, Justin Jefferson, but a Rob I really like this week and Kenny Galladay. I am going to be. I love Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I am going to be like way over on Kenny. So. You know, I would probably throw Juju and maybe, like I said, 20% of those lineups just because, you know, I might mix them with Kenny Galladay and Juju or, you know, Adam Thielen and Juju, you know, and just kind of do it like that and then sprinkle in some A-Rob. I'll probably have like 25% A-Rob. So, like I said, I'm going to have high-priced wide receivers this week because I just really think the receiver position this week is the way to go. Yep. All right, um, so let's get into some of these middle price guys in like the five thousand dollar range. Uh, how do you feel about Brandon Cooks after last week's game? You know, I actually been getting a lot of these questions on on Twitter and uh, and on the Facebook. Um, I am I'm kind of torn because Cooks has a great game last week, right? But I'm not 100% sold that at this point Watson can have two huge wide receiver games because he's kind of been on the same trend as Kirk Cousins. One of those guys has a huge game. The other guy's irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like it's been that way all season long. And could could he throw for 400 yards? I don't think so. Not, not in this matchup. You know what I mean? I, I think, you know, I think it's more likely that he throws for 260 and runs the ball for a, t- a rushing touchdown, gets maybe 40 yards rushing, 30 yards rushing. Um, you know, I think he I think it's more likely he throws three or four touchdowns than it is that he gets 3 350 400 yards passing. And for the, both of these guys to be really good, um, I think he has to be in the 350 range, which I just don't think he I don't I don't think I don't think he gets there. So, I'm probably going to have more fuller than Cooks just because I think Fuller probably has, you know, more upside. Um, but, you know, I could see throwing a dart on, on Cooks in a couple lineups, maybe, you know, 5% of my lineups. I'm not going to have a whole lot of Cooks. All right, so two guys in that 5000 to $6,000 range that I'm just really in love with are both Terry McLaurin and A.J. Brown. Hell yeah. Uh, both of those guys to me. If A.J. Brown's playing – He's definitely in my lineup because that's cheap. Fifty six hundred. Like, have you did you watch this game on Tuesday? I, I mean, I guess you know they didn't set the they probably set these prices before Tuesday night's game. But AJ <laughs> Brown is a man, and that was against Buffalo. And I know Tre'Davious White wasn't out there, but this Houston secondary it can't stop nobody. Like AJ Brown's going to go off in this game, uh, and Terry McLaurin the same thing. I, I you know Kyle Allen out there, whatever. I, I think that you know last week. Terry McLaurin saw Jalen Ramsey. He's due for a bounce back against this Giants team in a big way. Yep. I agree with both of those. Um, so the guy that I'm actually interested in on the lower end, there's actually a couple. But I really like Alshon this week. Because I like I told you, I think Wentz is going to have to throw the ball. And if, Al- yeah, if Alshon plays this week, which they're saying that he might, you know, last week they're saying that he was cleared to play. He just got sick. He had some kind of, yeah. I don't know, some kind of stomach bug or some shit. But if he's over that stomach bug, is he going to play in this game? I like him. <laughs> I think he's going I think he's going to at least eight targets. You know what I mean? And if Deshaun Jackson plays in this game, you know, you can't, you, you're, they're not, you can't, you can't double team. 
you can't double team Alshon Jeffrey with Deshaun Jackson on the other side of the field. That's just that's not even a thing. So, you know, I think Alshon sees a lot of one on one coverage. I think Alshon is just a big dude that they need to throw the ball up to, and he's probably going to see eight to ten targets in this game, in a game that I think the Eagles know that they have to score points. And uh, it'll be the first time that Carson Wentz has his starting two receivers, you know. Um, so I'm interested to see how this game plays out. And, you know, if Alshon, obviously if Alshon doesn't play, then you're not playing him. Uh, so the other guy that I actually really like right in that same price range, cause Alshon is 4,600 is Tim Patrick. So we have not heard if, uh, if Gilmore is going to play, um, yeah, they took him off the COVID list. Yeah. But they did not say if he was going to play or not. Exactly. So we don't know if he's going to play. Uh, and he's not actually going to be on Tim Patrick solely. Yeah, you know he's I mean? probably going to be on Ju- Judy. Exactly. He's going to be on Julie. I, I don't think he he follow follows Judy like he normally would. Uh, you know, the uh, number number one receiver for a team or the best receiver for a team. Uh, so I do think he is going to see a little bit of Tim Patrick. But you know, it looks like Tim Patrick, you know, is going to get another game of ripping. And if ripping, who uh, locks practicing in full. Oh, he's practicing in full, really? He's I didn't even see that. Full. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, I missed on that one. So, yeah, I've actually even if he even if it is Drew Locke. I was like, going to say, I think Drew Locke, I think it's just, you know, he he's that Cortland Sutton replacement right now. Yeah. So, yep. At them targets that Sutton would normally be seeing, I think Tim Patrick is just getting. Yep. And I hope I hope they continue to throw it to him cuz I think you know, the other day when they played I really liked what I saw out of Tim Patrick. So, if Tim Patrick gets six, eight targets, you know what I mean, at forty-five hundred, you only need him to get you, you know, twelve points. If he gets you twelve, thirteen fantasy points, which I definitely think he can, you know what I mean, I'm probably gonna have, I'm probably gonna have him in, I would say at least fifteen percent of my lineups. Um, yeah, my lower price guys this week, I really am not a big fan of. Um, honestly, you know, th- there's not really, um, outside of the ones you mentioned, I do like Tim Patrick. Um, you know, I could throw out Preston Williams against the jets, but I, I just, you know, I do think after last week, you know, there's going to be a little bit more attention paid toward played towards Preston Williams. And I don't expect them to be throwing all game because I do think they're going to win by a lot. Um, so, uh, maybe Zach Pascal, it's 4,700. He's been seeing some good targets, but I think they're just mostly going to run the ball. So, yeah, it's hard for me to actually pick one of these cheaper options. Nikhil Harry, uh, you know, he's another one that, you know, Denver's secondary is has been is a good secondary that has been able to get thrown on this year. So, you know, he's another one, but, you know, you don't know what kind of targets he's going to see if they're leading in that game because they run the football like crazy when they're winning. So. Um, yeah, my lower price guys, I'm really not no not too many fan not not a fan of too many of these guys. Honestly, looks like I'm that's why I'm saying like I'm probably going to be more geared towards getting the higher priced and, and mid level receivers on my team. Yeah, I think the only other guy that I see like if you're doing like a tournament lineup or you're doing you know something where you're trying to get a really cheap wide receiver just so that you can get maybe some you know. And he has had a 10-point game this season. We have a $3,000 receiver here that I'm looking at, Jeff Smith. So Jeff Smith, uh, if you watched the game two weeks ago against Denver, 
he I believe he had seven catches in that game. And then last week he had 11 targets, only three catches for 23 yards. But if he's going to get 11 targets, I'm going to go ahead and say he's probably going to get more than that, <laughs> especially because the Jets ain't winning this game. You know, I don't think they get blown out either. I think it's going to be a close game. They're throwing the ball because, let's be honest, the Jets can't run the ball on anyone. So, you know, they're going to have to throw the ball. So if this guy gets lucky and, you know, catches four or five balls and gets into the end zone, he ain't going to be owned hardly at all. And nobody's talking about him. And a guy getting 11 targets last week, I'm going to go ahead and throw him in a couple of my, you know, a couple of my uh, tournament lineups and hope that he gets me 15 fantasy points, 16 fantasy points, and then he, that's a huge game. That's a that's a 5x game, you know, coming from a guy that you paid three grand for. So, you know, just just food for thought. Yep. All right, so let's move on to the tight end options. Uh, none better than Mark Andrews, in my opinion, because I've seen what tight ends have done to Eagles, especially the good ones. Yep. Uh, we remember George Kittle, and I know that was a game the Eagles won, but George Kittle just went off, and I can see Andrews doing very similar. You know, if he's going to be guarded by Nathan Nathan Jerry, Tyler um, Higby, God, yeah, Tyler Higby had a huge game against the Eagles. Tight ends have just killed Philly this year, so yeah, Mark Andrews. I'm getting Mark Andrews in every lineup. Yep, I agree. Um, we're going to tell you a couple other ones because I agree with Kev. I'm probably going to have a whole lot more of Mark Andrews than I I'm probably going to have 80% of Mark Andrews. It's just, like I said, the, the, the receiving weapons in DFS this week are the guys that I'm really interested in. Um, but if I go towards the cheaper guys, right? So if you're going to pay up for running or for tight end, I would definitely do tell you to do either Andrews or Janu. Right, because John who's getting Houston, and Houston also can't stop the tight end. We've seen what Kelsey did to them, and we've seen what, you know, there's just been numerous tight ends that have killed Houston. Right, so I'm looking down here. I mean, I'm not paying for Jimmy Graham. I'm not paying for Zach Ertz. I'm not paying for Robert Tanyan, even though he's been good. Um, you know, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, linebackers are just too fast for me to even attempt that. Uh, the one guy, TJ Hawkinson, I might consider in, you know, some tournament lineups. Um, but in the low end, you know, I really started going down, like, towards the bottom of these lists to see if there's anything. And honestly, the only one that I can find is Trey Burton that I'm, like, certain he's going to get some kind of targetage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, you know, when you start getting down into the 3,000s, you know, you start getting into the Jake Butts. Ian Thomas at 2,900, which I don't trust Ian Thomas as far as I could throw him. The dude has a touchdown in this year and literally like nothing else. Like I think, I don't even know if he has 50 total yards this year and I'm, and I'm not exaggerating. So, you know, I know Ian Thomas was a, was a darling for a lot of people this off season and he just did not pan out and there's really nothing like there's nothing below, you know, her, uh, Chris Herndon. What has he done this year? You know, Nick Vanette, like, you know, there's just all these guys. There's nobody. So honestly, Trey Burton got a good amount of targets the other day. I can yep. I could make a case for Trey Burton uh, yeah. with Mo, six if targets, Mo Cox doesn't play. Yeah, yeah. If Mo Ali Cox isn't playing, I mean, we don't know how it's going to shape out though. If Mo Ali Cox does play, yep. Um, 
Cameron Bright is definitely a cheaper priced option that I could get into my lineup. Uh, we just seemed like he was more interested in throwing uh, Brady. Just seemed like he was more interested in throwing the Bright than he was Gronk last week. Gronk so, is just terrible, man. He's yeah. just he's done. And I love Gronk, man. I you know what I mean? Like, well, let me rephrase that. I loved Gronk back in the day. And then he did that shit with Tredavious White, and I hate his guts now. But <laughs> if you guys remember that Bills game, Gronk uh, tried to throw his 270-pound frame at, at uh, Tredavious oh, White's man. neck and try to break his neck uh, because yeah. he, he knocked the ball away from him. Uh, you know, crybaby bitch. Uh, but anyway, um, you know. Tell us how you really feel. Tell how you really feel. You know what I mean? Don't mess with my trade day. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. Listen, I – I'm not, I don't want any of these low price guys, guys. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I, I'm going to keep it 100 with you, and I'm going to tell. I'm going to name some guys here if you guys want them, but none of these low price guys am I even going to consider. The one guy that I he's not even low price, but he's lower priced is Eric Ebron, and I know I he had say, a, he's low priced. He's yeah, 4100. 4100. So Eric Ebron going up against Cleveland. I t- we've been telling you guys for like three weeks now that Cleveland can't stop a tight end. Period. It just hasn't happened this season. So Eric, Eric Ebron. Ebron was targeted in the Philly game. He just had a fumble and a drop pass. Yeah. If he didn't have the fumble and a drop pass, the dude would have had, um, I think it was like, it would have been like five catches for 60 yards. And if you're getting that at $4,100, you're basically, you know, not far off of a smash week. So, yeah, so not a, definitely not a touchdown. A- you definitely get the smash week. So, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. I, I and that, and honestly, I don't have nobody else for you guys. I'm not doing Darren Fells. I'm not doing, you know, I know David Njoku's coming back this week. They're saying, uh, you know, Kyle Rudolph has a, has the, has a really good matchup this week, but I'm not doing that. Like, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson is, you know, it, it is, honestly, just go with Mark Andrews. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Pay, pay the extra 1200 on your on your on your tight end and just – you know, take out twelve hundred from a receiver from you know, And that's the thing, I just gave you a three thousand dollar receiver. If you really want to play Mark Andrews, you got a three thousand dollar receiver that got eleven targets last week. Just throw him in the lineup. And if he gets like I said, if he gets you fifteen, if he scores a touchdown, he's gonna he's gonna smash for you. And you know, you're gonna you're gonna win. So, you know, I, that's basically how I'm feeling right now. Yep. All right, guys. Um moving on to the defenses. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm not. There's some weeks where I'm like, okay, you could pay up for this defense or that defense. There's not a defense here that I'm paying up for. Like the highest one is is the Ravens and Philly. I don't I don't I'm not paying forty five hundred dollars for that. Patriots and Denver. I'm you know, for all I know, you know the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> Drew Luck comes in and does a Drew Luck type of shit and throws for 400 yards and three touchdowns. Stephon Gilmore ain't playing. That changes everything for the Patriots. As well. Exactly. I um, like the Colts against. I like the Colts against Cincinnati. Yeah, man, I agree with that one. My only thing is, the thing that makes me nervous about that game is, I think Joe Mixon might actually have a good game, uh, and and I know the Colts have been very good at stopping the run, but. Last week they had a little bit of trouble stopping the run. Joe Mixon has been catching the ball a lot of the out of the backfield, and Joe Mixon is a guy that I think could actually have a good game. And if he has a good game, I think Joe Burrow will have an okay game. So I don't think it's like a smash week for the Colts. 
And I don't want to pay $4,000 for a team that I, I don't think is going to smash. Um, so for me, it's going to be the low price guys. Like, you know, Steelers in Cleveland, I'm not doing that. Broncos in Denver now. Denver is the, what is it, one, two, three, four, four, the seventh best or lowest or highest priced defense. Like, they're even telling you that the defenses are not <laughs> that great this week. Uh, so I'm going to go to the lower end. Because I don't want to spend a whole lot of money on my defense. And to me, there's three defenses that I'm probably spending my money on. And it's going to be the Browns because, you know, the Browns can get after any quarterback. And and Ben Roethlisberger is definitely a guy who is prone to hold on to the ball just way too long. And if there's anything that you've seen out of Olivier Vernon and, and Miles Garrett this year, they can get to the quarterback quick, especially Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett ain't no joke. And these teams already hate each other. We saw last year Garrett try to bludgeon, (laughs) you know what I mean, try to bludgeon the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think this is going to be a bloodbath. I think this is going to be a hard-hitting, hard-nosed game. Um, So I'm on the Browns because I think they get a bunch of sacks in this game. Um, And then my other low-priced defense that I actually really like is the Vikings because just watching what Atlanta's done on offense, like are you impressed with what Atlanta has done on offense? And guess what, Pittsburgh, I mean, yeah. Especially like – we don't know if Julio's going to play or not. You know, yep. at this point, it's up in the air. If Julio's not playing, for sure, love the Vikings. Because- exactly, and and Vikings were very good against the Seahawks last week, with all the Seahawks having all their weapons. <laughs> so, so um, you know, I think there's a chance that the Minnesota Vikings at twenty three hundred is probably the best defense to play this week. If I'm being honest. Yeah, who was the first defense you said? The Browns. Okay, so you had the Browns and the Vikings were the two? Yeah, those are the ones that I basically have in all my lineups this week. I mean, I've thrown in a couple of Colts, you know, lineups and stuff like that. I love the Bengals. Do we, like, Phillip Rivers throws two interceptions in every game. Yeah, basically. (laughs) He really does. You're getting a $2,100 defense. It's the cheapest defense out there. So, like, I love the Bengals this week because I know, almost guaranteed, that Phillip Rivers is going to throw some interceptions. All that means that they get interceptions and get a couple sacks, they have they smashed. <laughs> so yeah. like, you know. Philip Rivers said, said that he prayed to God the other day, and he's gonna have a good week. <laughs> Seriously, I swear to goodness, hey, he said he 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 knows he's been having he hasn't had the best season so far, but you know he's he prayed on it, and uh, you know he he sees this team coming turning around. That's what he said. I see this team turning around. So. I mean, the team ain't terrible. <laughs> him that's terrible. I mean, if he if he didn't throw interceptions, this team would be five and zero. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. He he's bad. But all right, guys, that wraps it up for tonight's podcast. Go out and win you guys some money this week uh, with this, you know, with all this good juicy information we just fed you. Uh, remember to check us out on the website www.cheatcodesports.com. It's www.cheatcodesports.com for the rankings, those articles, the cheat codes, and the defensive matchups. And until next time, peace out, guys. Peace. <laughs>